Hello, and welcome to the June episode of the EFPL Podcast, your short story podcast with all your library updates, events, crafts, jokes, and more. I'm your host and librarian, Jen, and today I am thrilled to share with you all the fun and exciting summer programs we have coming up. June is Pride Month, so be sure to stop in and check out our collection of Pride books that will be on display upstairs and downstairs. And later in the episode, we will be joined by Mark from BASE, Building a Safer Evansville, for a quick interview on all the great things BASE does for the LGBTQ community right here in our little town. Our summer reading program will be in full swing starting June 13th and going until August 20th. Be sure to stop in the library or visit our website to see all the summer fun we have planned for all ages this year. We did publish a bonus episode on May 22nd that has all the events for all age groups running all summer long at Eager Free Public Library. And a quick correction to the bonus episode. Uh, The adult craft decorative clay saucers was incorrectly stated to be held on June 28th. It will actually be on Thursday, July 28th at 4 p.m. And this is the adult craft that runs at the same time as the children's I Survived program in an adjacent room. My apologies for the incorrect date. So check that out if you want to hear all of the events, because in this episode, we will just have the June events. And remember to check the episode description for links. But first, service updates. We will be open to the public during our regular business hours of Monday through Thursday, 9.30 a.m. till 7 p.m., Fridays, 9.30 a.m. until 6 p.m., and Saturdays, 9.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. All of our public computers are available on a first-come, first-served basis. You'll need your library card number and the PIN associated with it to log in. If you don't know your PIN, stop at the circulation desk and we can look that up for you. As summer approaches and more folks visit the library, we would like to remind you all that there is no eating or drinking from an uncovered beverage allowed in the library, even in the study rooms. This is how we get ants, and we don't want ants. And now it's time for upcoming events. Here are all the events and crafts just waiting for you at the library this month. It's that time of year again for us to make a splash with our summer reading program. And this year, we're excited to bring back in-person programs and events. Summer reading program starts June 13th and runs until August 20th. And this year's theme is Oceans of Possibilities. Here are all of our June events. We can't wait to see everybody this summer. Here are our events that are open to all ages. June is National Pollinator Month. This summer, three live pollinator slash gardening webinars with garden expert and author Melinda Myers will be offered. These will also be available on YouTube for on-demand viewing. Links will be provided on the library's social media before the events. First event is on June 1st at 6.30 p.m. called Creating a Pollinator Paradise. The second event is on June 15th at 7 p.m. called Supporting Native Bees. In the bonus episode, this date may have been incorrectly stated as the 25th. I apologize. No clue where I got that. And the third event is on June 22nd at 6.30 p.m. called Maintaining your landscape with pollinators in mind. We will also have three how-to pollinator stem videos and DIY projects. More details in June. The first video is Making and Caring for a Bee House with a DIY project for kids, teens, and families. The second video is Growing a Sunflower for Pollinators with a DIY project for kids, teens, and families. And the third is growing a pollinator garden in a container with DIY project for kids, teens, and families. Webinar registration links, videos, and DIY projects 
are available at www.atc-growsmart.com library. That link will also be in the episode description. Photography Art Exhibit, Zagaingan Maingong, or Lake Wolves, from June 6th to the 27th in the library's lower level. Photography and artist statements from Bayfield High School Indigenous students, Zagaingan Maingong, or Lake Wolves in English, is an immersive program, literally, that delves into Lake Superior and its surrounding watershed via underwater photography. Lake wolves of all backgrounds learn Ojibwe place names of the dive sites. A rare chance to visually explore the lake through the lenses of area students. Friends of the Eager Free Public Library, Ice Cream Social, June 24th from 5 to 7 p.m. It's back! I scream, you scream, we all scream for the Friends of the Eager Free Public Library Ice Cream Social. Please join the Friends for Ice Cream at Emma's Table, located at 104 West Main Street, Suite Number 2. Base Author Q&A, Wednesday, June 29th at 6 p.m. Meet the authors of We Will Always Be Here, a guide to exploring and understanding the history of LGBTQ plus activism in Wisconsin. Jenny Calvitis and Kristen Whitson and join the Q&A session. Hosted by BASE, building a safer Evansville. And here's what we have coming up for the early literacy age. Summer reading challenge for children entering grades one through five. Sign up is easy. Sign up in person or online at Beanstack to keep track of the amount of time spent reading. Make your own personal goal of how much you'd like to read this summer or how much your parents will read to you. Color in a sea creature on your reading log for each hour you read and earn a bead for every hour. One hour equals a solid colored bead, two hours equals a glitter bead, and four hours gets you a glow-in-the-dark bead. After 10 hours of reading, earn a free pass to our pool party finale on August 20th. Did you make your goal? Be sure to turn in your reading log to choose a book prize from our cart. Prize cart will be available starting July 18th. Bonus! Try the little bingo on the back of the reading log for a chance at our prize drawing. One row of bingo equals one slip for the drawing. Finished bingo card equals an additional chance at the drawing. 1,000 books before kindergarten, and this runs all year long. It's never too early to start reading to your child. Sign up for the 1,000 Books Challenge either in person at the library or online at www.1000books.org. Pick up a reading log with early literacy tips at the library today. In-person story times, Wednesdays at 10 a.m., starting June 8th. Story, songs, crafts, and other early literacy activities that help develop pre-reading skills for children ages 2 to 5 with caregivers. Themes for this summer include boats, bubbles, sea creatures, mermaids, and pirates. Space is limited, though, so please call 608-882-2260 to register. Beach Play Day, June 16th at 10 a.m on the outdoor patio. Build a sandcastle, walk the plank, feed the shark, find the seashells, and go fishing. And for our slightly older but still young readers, don't forget to sign up for the Summer Reading Challenge, because remember, that's open for kids entering grades one through five. So just pick up that reading log at the library or create an account online at Beanstack to keep track of your reading earn beans, and read for 10 hours and get a free pass to our pool party finale on August 20th. And remember, if you've reached your goal that you get to set, turn in your reading log and choose a book from the prize cart, which will be available starting July 18th. And don't forget about the library bingo on the back of your reading log for a chance at a prize drawing. 
Remember, one row of bingo equals one slip for the drawing, and a finished bingo card equals an additional chance at the drawing. We will also have a Swedish fish guessing game out that will be out from June 13th until August 1st. How many Swedish fish are in the fishbowl? Closest guess wins them all. We will offer three walk-in crafts throughout this summer. Just stop in and enjoy a fun craft project. No need to sign up. The craft we will have available for June, starting on the 20th, will be Cupcake Maine Seahorse. Read to a dog. This event will be offered in July and August as well. Our June event will be on Tuesday, June 21st at 10 a.m. Practice your reading skills on Wrigley, a patient canine listener and certified therapy dog. Sign up for a 15-minute time slot at the Youth Services Desk or by calling 608-882-2260. Mermaid Fairy Underwater Garden Program Thursday, June 23rd at 3 p.m. Create an underwater fairy garden and learn how to draw an ocean fairy led by local author-artist Shelley Whitman Bish. Please register by calling 608 882 2275, as space is limited to 12. Tween Tie-Dye Party, Thursday, June 30th at 3 p.m. Join us on the lawn outside the library to celebrate summer with the tie-dye party following the teen event. Please bring a t-shirt or other item you'd like to tie-dye. 100% cotton works best. And learn some tricks for creating different designs. Please register by calling 608 882-2275. For our teens, we will also offer a summer reading challenge, and this will be available for teens entering grades 6 through 12, and also runs from June 13th until August 20th. You can sign up in person at the library or online at Beanstack to keep track of the amount of time spent reading. Make your own goal of how much you'd like to read this summer. Did you make your goal? Be sure to bring your log back to the library to claim your prize, a free book of your choice from our book cart. Remember, prize cart will be available starting July 18th. After 20 hours of reading, earn a free pass to our pool party finale on August 20th. Bonus! Try the library bingo on the back of your reading log for a chance at a prize drawing for a gift card. One row of bingo equals one slip for the drawing. Finished bingo card equals an additional chance at the drawing. Which grade will win the reading cup? We will have jars out with the different grades, and all you have to do is add a slip to your grades jar for each hour you read and see which grade is winning. Teen Tie-Dye, Wednesday, June 29th at 2 p.m. Join us on the lawn outside the library to celebrate summer with a tie-dye party. Bring a t-shirt or any other item you'd like to tie-dye, 100% cotton works best, and learn some tricks for creating different designs. Please register by calling 608-882-2275. And don't forget about the base author Q&A Thursday, June 30th at 6 p.m. To sign up for the book club, visit BASE's website, which gives the option to buy a book at a reduced cost through BASE. Link will be in the episode description. Here's what we have for the adults. We do offer a summer reading challenge for the adults, also running from June 13th until August 20th. Sign up is easy. Just come to the library and get a bingo reading log to keep track of the number of books you read over the summer. You can also sign up online at Beanstack. Read or listen to five books that fit the categories in one line. Vertically, horizontally, or diagonally. You will earn a drawing ticket for the completed bingo card and an additional drawing ticket for each additional book read. Did you complete a bingo? Turn in your reading log by August 20th and a book of your choice will be ordered for you. Earned drawing tickets will be entered into the grand prize drawing and winners will receive a bag of goodies. Take and Make Kit DIY Leather Journal, available starting June 20th. 
Make your own captain's log for your summer activities. This kit will walk you through the process of creating your own journal using basic bookbinding techniques. Available while supplies last. Anti-Meridian's Book Club, Thursday, June 23rd at 10.30 a.m. For this month, we will read The Dressmaker by Kate Alcott. Copies are available at the library. June is Pride Month and is celebrated all over the United States and has been since 1970, one year after the Stonewall Riots in Manhattan, New York. The Stonewall Riots weren't the first time that the LGBTQ people stood up against police harassment. Before Stonewall, there was a riot in Los Angeles at Cooper Do Nuts and in San Francisco at Compton's Cafeteria. But Stonewall was definitely the best known and led to the creation of what we know as Pride today. Following the Stonewall riots, organizers like Fred Sargent, Craig Rodwell, Fred's partner and member of the Medicine Society, one of the oldest gay men's rights groups, Ellen Brody, Linda Rose, the lesbian feminist group, The Lavender Menace, Gay Liberation Front, the Daughters of Billet Billetus, I apologize, Queen's Liberation Front, Brenda Howard, the trans right activist and founder of the New York Area Bisexual Network, or also known as the Mother of Pride, wanted to build on that spirit of resistance. The following year, they organized a march to Central Park and adopted the theme of Gay Pride as a counterpoint to the prevailing attitude of shame. The Chicago Gay Liberation organized a march from Michigan to Chicago Avenue. Gay activist groups in LA held a march and San Francisco saw a march and a gay in. That march down Christopher Street soon expanded to other cities with many more like Boston, Dallas, and Milwaukee as, a, as well as a few international cities joining in the next year with many more to join in the years to come until Pride became the massive celebration that we know today. So all of that was taken, bits were taken from the complete history of Pride from the website them.us, uh, written by Matt Baum, published June 25th, 2020, as well as Wikipedia as I am not a writer. So uh, for us to honor Pride Month, I'm happy to have joining me today, Mark from Building a Safer Evansville or BASE. And Mark's gonna tell us a bit about BASE as a whole and what they do for the LGBTQ plus community right here in Evansville. So welcome, Mark, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jen. Um, I am really excited to talk about uh, Pride and, and BASE and uh, our wonderful community we have here in Evansville. Yeah, so uh, my name is Mark Melliker. I'm the project coordinator for Building a Safer Evansville. We're a community coalition um, that is based here in Evansville, Wisconsin, that focuses on um, substance abuse prevention, building mental health skills, um, supporting and uh, creating a more inclusive environment. Um, Evansville uh, is a wonderful community that has a lot of really vibrant and, and um, beautiful people that live here. Um, we also, uh, in addition to that, have substance abuse and mental health um, problems that we see statistically. Um, you know, Evansville uh, has had its fair share of, you know, mental health crises and, and drug issues. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that Evansville is an amazing place um, and as, as it continues growing, um, I think it just really uh, puts a, a, an emphasis on the, the work that we're doing here at BASE. Um, so a little bit about BASE. Um, we were founded in 2009 at, in response to some mental health and substance abuse um, issues that we were seeing. Uh, two youth suicides prompted um, community organizers to get together and figure out what they could do. Um, so we are federally funded uh, through several different sources. We have the Drug-Free Communities, the DFC grant, um, we're in our 10th year of that. Um, we're having a celebration later this year. Um, as that funding comes to an end, we will be transitioning into just general work on substance abuse and prevention. Um, we also have two other grants that focus on um, LGBTQ plus and uh, Latinx substance abuse, um, which is the Sober Truth on Preventing Underage Drinking Act grant, which we got in 2019 and began work in 2020. That focuses on LGBTQ plus youth uh, underage drinking prevention, and then CARA, the Comprehensive uh, Addiction and Recoveries Act grant, um, which we just started this past year, uh, that focuses on LGBTQ plus and Latinx uh, meth and opioid uh, abuse prevention. Um, I know that's a whole lot to talk about. Um, more information can be found on our website. 
but none of the work that we do would be possible without our amazing community partners. We have uh, friends and, and supporters in the schools, the police department, in the city and local government, uh, the businesses, um, every aspect of our community has come together and made base what it is. So first and foremost, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who's made that possible. Our friends over at Eager Free Public Library and the friends of the Eager Free Public Library have been fantastic supporters. Um, so always, I, I love uh, the fact that uh, we've been invited on this podcast today, but we wouldn't be where we are without everybody uh, making making this stuff happen. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, to kind of continue on, but um, you know, I don't know, Jen, if there's anything that we wanted to focus on specifically, or if, uh, you know, I, I, I could literally talk for, for hours and hours and hours about building a safer Evansville. It's been fantastic for us. Yeah, I think it's pretty amazing. We moved to Evansville just a few years ago. And so when I first heard about base, I was like, this is awesome for, mm -hmm. you know, there's always that kind of idea stigma of small towns and narrow minds and, and yeah. kind of stuck. So I was like, really, really impressed and excited to see an organization like that and kind of fighting that small town uh, uh, stereotype, I guess. Exactly. So. Well, and Evansville faces some issues in that we're a rural community. So we, you know, we're 30 minutes away from Madison. We're 30 minutes away from Janesville. And so a lot of the um, resources and prevention aspects that we get in Janesville and Madison, we don't get out here. Um, and, you know, um, even though we work hand in hand with all of those organizations in both those communities, um, they often forget that we're uh, out this way just because it's, it's, it's not more convenient for them to forget about us. It's just, it's a, it's a difficult transition to make in providing those resources to our community. So BASE has really stepped up. Uh, we've teamed up with a lot of community partners to make sure that those resources do come here. Um, and then the difficult part is making sure that everybody is aware of what we do. Um, so it's been uh, a, a very big challenge, but I feel that we've been able to rise to the occasion to make those connections. And I like the idea that bases become an expectation uh, to be involved with this stuff um, instead of just like an option. Um, mm -hmm. We're you know, we're at every meeting we possibly can be. We're at every table that we're invited to. And uh, it makes our job a whole lot easier um, when people are, are ready to, to have us uh, come and speak. Yeah, that's awesome. Fantastic. So, well, we'll kind of, you guys do a lot and that's amazing. And uh, with it being for this episode being for Pride Month, I thought we could focus a bit more, kind of hone in on some more of the specifics, uh, specific work that you guys do for the LGBTQ plus community. Here. Yeah, there's a ton of events I see, especially for Pride for this yes. month, um, which we'll, you know, I'll post a link to the website in the episode description and everything. So you guys, uh, listeners can uh, check it out for themselves. But yeah, let's just kind of start with how you guys help the LGBTQ plus here uh, in Evansville. Yeah, so um, a little bit of background information on Evansville and the LGBTQ plus population. Um, in 2018, uh, one in five Evansville students identified as LGBTQ plus uh, based on the 2018 Youth Risk Behavior Survey, a biannual survey um, done through the schools that helps us determine problem areas such as drug abuse, mental health, um, you know, anything like that. Uh, and then in 2021, um, we redid the survey through the schools again uh, and determined that it's actually closer to one in three, um, which kind of lines up with national trends. Um, what we also found was disturbing rates of substance abuse due to harassment, discrimination, you know, support in our community. Uh, so, you know, the work we're doing isn't just because, you know, I mean, we do love LGBTQ plus uh, community members. We do love individuals and youths, but it's also because statistically LGBTQ plus youth are at risk for substance abuse and mental health issues due to the nature of acceptance in our community. Um, so the reason we do these events, the reason that we do this stuff on social media and share this information um, is because by raising awareness and by raising acceptability in our community and comfort in our community, inclusivity, um, we, we literally change lives and make it a safer place for everybody to live. So what we do have coming up, I mean, I could talk uh, at length at, at for Pride Month, but we're really excited about everything we've got going on. If you go to bit.ly backslash Evansville Pride 2022, um, we'll also make sure that that gets put in the description. I'll send that over to you, Jen. Mm -hmm. um, the things that we've got going on, well, for, for starters, June has been uh, declared Pride Month uh, by the mayor and the city council. So starting June 1st, 
uh, we will have a pride flag that goes up at City Hall and that'll stay up all month long. Then every Thursday throughout June, um, we have a book club with Ashley Bowman. Um, the book is We Will Always Be Here. It's a, a book on LGBTQ plus activism uh, in Wisconsin specifically written by local authors who at the end of the month on June 30th will be coming to speak and um, do a Q&A session at the library. Uh, Friday at um, Evansville United Congregational Church of Christ. Um, if you go out there, there'll be a, a awesome little photo booth with props and, and giveaways. Um, so please stop by there all Fridays. Um, on the 15th, we have uh, music on the side at Creekside Place through Evansville Underground Music and Creekside Place. We're bringing a um, queer uh, band, Cat in the Hurricane, to um, uh, do a, a whole musical number, which is going to be really exciting and awesome. And, and everybody is welcome to come and attend. On the 18th, we're partnering uh, with some local uh, uh, community members to um, sponsor you to go to the Briar Patch Pride Prom in Madison. We'll be getting them up there. They went to that last year and had a really fantastic time. Uh, on the 23rd, we have a Pride Bowling Night at Blue Devil Bowl um, from 6 to 9 p.m. They're going to have music. They'll have snacks. They'll have uh, alcohol-free drinks uh, uh, themed ready and, and good to go for the, the youth that attend and everybody who attends, honestly. And then any photos, videos, uh, anything anybody would like to send us, we, uh, we will put together as part of a video um, for the virtual Pride Parade um, at the end of the month. But also all month long, um, we're uh, working to create a, a Pride float for the uh, 4th of July Parade. Um, so that's being handled by uh, our, our, our favorite uh, local um, LGBTQ plus uh, community member, Denise Pace, um, has kind of put everything together for that. And um, we'll be putting that together all month long. We'll have some more information uh, coming soon, um, but just pay attention to the, the Facebook page, uh, our Facebook and Instagram page for BASE and, and find out when and where to meet. But Pride Month is exciting. We've got a lot going on. Um, if you can't make all of them, try and make some of them. If you can't make some of them, um, you know, stay tuned to our social media and you'll be able to see what cool stuff we've got going on. But there's a whole calendar that we've got, so you don't have to remember everything. I mean, if you wrote everything down, great, but, uh, you know, we'd love to, to see you come to some of these events. So, yeah, I mean, so so that's everything that we've got going on. And I, and I know... You know, like I said, we, we like to, to bring awareness to these events because um, it's important to raise inclusivity here in Evansville. Every single one of these events is part of that nature. You know, as you mentioned earlier with Stonewall and some of the other um, previous histories uh, and events and activities that have happened um, for LGBTQ plus pride, it, being LGBTQ plus hasn't always been seen as acceptable uh, in America, and there's been a lot of pushback from that. Um, we do these events because we have the ability to make the space for LGBTQ plus youth to feel comfortable and feel seen. And when they do that, like the risk of, of suicide and drug abuse and, um, you know, poor mental health goes down. Um, so it's not just fun. I mean, it is fun, but it's not just fun. It's, mm -hmm. it's rooted in support. You know, uh, every training we do, every event that we go to, every time we put out a resource guide that says, hey, here are places that you can go either in town or locally, you can call this number, use this website to connect with other kids who are feeling the same as you. Um, it's all within this goal of, of creating an inclusive um, mental health and substance-free space. So I... I mean, Evansville is an amazingly acceptable place. Um, and, and I know that, you know, we, we love seeing all the pride signs around town and all the shirts and the hats and, and the billboards, but we really wanna make change uh, one person at a time. Um, so that way nobody feels like they don't belong here in Evansville. That's so awesome. That's so great. I love the work that you guys do and everything and just bringing that awareness and making people feel that that inclusion and that safety. I think it's ever so important, you know, everyone mm -hmm. should be able to have that wherever they're at. So, yeah. And, and Evansville's lucky in that, that regard, you know, some other communities throughout Rock County are, are not as accepting or they, you know, the kids don't feel as accepted. And, you know, we, we see that with some of these stats and, and, you know, other youth risk behavior survey points and, 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 you know, surveys that we see conversations that we have with kids, like we host, um, we try to host a monthly event. Um, for, for youth to come and, and, you know, have a safe space for them to do something that doesn't cost a whole lot of money that's at a business here locally. 
and we see kids from Broadhead. We see kids from Milton and Clinton. You know, we've had people come as far as uh, Delafield and, you know, like we've had had youth all across the county and all across southeastern Wisconsin uh, attend our events because they don't feel the comfort at their their, you know, in their home communities. Breaks my heart. It really does. Uh, but it makes me feel really good that the community we're building here is engaged. It's enthusiastic. It's accepting. You know, we might have a few bad apples here and there, but on the whole, I, I would say Evansville is as accepting as we can be. Um, we're going to keep working to make it more acceptable. We want 100% acceptance here in town. Um, we want everyone to know the basics of LGBTQ plus terminology and the history. And, and we want it to be something that with pride, everybody speaks about in Evansville. We don't want it to just be a couple of people, you know, saying, yeah, I like my t-shirt that I wear that says Evansville pride. We want everyone to feel the pride and, and the sense of belonging that we we're, we're going for. So we're working on it and it's going to be an ongoing project. Absolutely. And I think you can have, you can totally feel that energy, you know, between the yard signs and the flags going down kind of the, the main streets, you know, main street in Madison and all the little neighborhoods and everything. So you definitely feel that. And there's definitely kind of that, like I said, being kind of newer to the town, that positive, positive change kind of on the mm -hmm. horizon. So I, yeah. I totally love that. So well and, and I see it because we work strongly with the, the local gay and straight alliances at the high school and the middle school, mm -hmm. um, the GSAs, as they're called, um, they're student led LGBTQ plus youth, uh, uh, LGBTQ plus and ally groups um, that do a lot at the schools, both on sharing resources, um, you know, raising awareness, providing, honestly, even just providing a safe space once a week for the kids to get together. And I can safely say that the kids that I met two years ago when I started this position to the kids that I know now, they've, they've blossomed. They're vastly different. They feel more comfortable. You know, uh, the kids that, that uh, were, you know, talking about, oh yeah, I think I might be gender nonconforming. They have embraced it and they're happy to share that with everybody. And those are the kids that are involved in the GSAs, you know, and, and the number of kids that, you know, I would, I, I, I hope feel some sense of safety and comfort here in Evansville. You know, if they don't feel comfortable coming out and, and being loud and proud, that's fine. You know, but as long as they feel like they don't have to hide who they are, they can accept themselves for who they are. Like I, you know, it's it's been amazing to see that kind of development. I, I really, I have a lot of love for, for the, the youth here in Evansville. Mm -hmm. um, they're some of the kindest, smartest people I've ever met. And, and I just, I love making space for them, I really do. It's been an absolute pleasure of the work that I've been doing for the last two and a half years. It's been amazing to, to meet and know these kids. And um, that's why we do what we do is, is, you know, the kids who talk about mental health struggles and, um, you know, not feeling like they could dress the way that they, they, they wanted to dress. They're loud and proud now. Um, they're participating in community events. They're showing up to these things. Uh, and it's just been really an amazing development. That's amazing. That's so cool. What a huge huge step in self-confidence for these kids because mm -hmm. you know being a teenager is hard enough and then you yeah, add these yeah, other kid. like internal complexities to it i can't exactly. imagine plus social media and seeing mm -hmm. that you know maybe you have a friend or a family member that shared quote a joke meme oh it's just a joke yep. but it's yep. hurtful for folks and then exactly. kind of seeing that so i love that i love that uh, you guys have created such a safe space and how far-reaching it is reaching some of these other towns uh, just outside yeah, it's, of, of it's Evansville. It's been amazing. Well, I'm I'm really proud of the fact that, you know, I don't consider myself to be an expert in the subject um, of LGBTQ+, even though I've, I've, I've been involved in LGBTQ plus communities for, for a long time. You know, um, there's always something new to learn. But what I feel really confident in is connecting our community with those experts, um, with the resources that they need, you know, our website is set up really well to have videos and presentations and resource guides that um, are, are free to be shared and used. So that way, you know, if, if a kid is trying to figure out what their gender identity is or their sexual orientation, they don't have to just like try and find the language themselves that we can educate teachers. We can educate parents. We can educate the kids um, on these terms, on the language to be used. So that way, they can feel comfortable in identifying, you know, what they are, you know, um, it's, 
LGBTQ plus people have always existed. Um, they've always existed. The terminology hasn't always been there. And so when you hear people talk about, oh, well, back in the 1920s, we didn't have as many LGBTQ plus people. No, you did. They just didn't know how to put the language together to mm -hmm. express themselves. They knew who they were. They knew who the, the other people in their community were. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I think that's the same thing here in Evansville is, you know, three years ago, four years ago, we had one in five. Now we have one in three. Those one and three have always been there. And I'm sure the number's probably still higher even. Mm -hmm. um, but having the power to say, yeah, no, this is who I am um, is, is really what, we, what we're going for. Um, so it's been, I mean, it's been fantastic. And, and uh, I, I just, I got a lot of love for this community. Evansville is, is really special and, and it's changed a lot in the two years, that, the three years that I've been here, um, you know, and I've loved every minute of it. Yeah, I think it's great. I love the work that you guys do. And I'm happy and proud to be working at the library where we are also supportive of everything that uh, you guys do and host some of these events and partner and in different events and, and things like that. Libraries so. are honestly one of the, the uh, most amazing treasures that America has to offer. I, I love libraries. They're an amazing space. And and um, everybody at Eager Free Public Library has been an incredible uh, friend to base and, and uh I love it. Um, we're, I'm, I'm so happy. I've been working a lot recently with Rebecca mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, she's just been amazing. Uh, anytime is. I've come to her with anything, she's like, oh yeah, let's do this. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, I got to check with Megan, but immediately after like Megan's like, no, yeah, that's, that's totally fine. And it's been really great. And um, it's yeah. been, it's been awesome. So um, yeah, they're I love very... everything about EFPL. Yeah, they're very supportive. So I, it's like, even with this podcast, I brought the idea to, to Megan and Rebecca and they're just like, yeah, sure. Have fun. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's how libraries should be is, you know, I know we've, let's see, this is our third year, second year, third year, one, two, 2020, 2021, 22. Yeah. Third year of doing um, jazz and friends in, in February. Mm -hmm. And the first time we had some, um, pushback from some community members who just weren't super happy about what we were doing. They, they thought we were, you know, it was perverse and that we were corrupting kids and, and converting them. And it's like, no, we're doing the exact opposite. We're providing a safe space for them. And you coming in here and, and, and speaking the way you are is why we're doing these things. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I think with the library, like the, the year after I was like really concerned about that. I was like, Hey, you know, I want to do this. Um, but I just want you to be aware, like if we're doing a, a virtual online thing, like we could face more, you know, pushback. Are you okay with that? And without a, a, a beat, Megan was like, no, it doesn't matter. We're going to go full steam ahead with this. And mm -hmm. like, that's the level of commitment that I'm so happy to have in Evansville from everybody that has been involved with this stuff. And um, I think the library has been fearless along the, the entire way. And it's been amazing. So yeah, absolutely. 10 out of 10 recommend Eager Free Public Library. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we can't get better recommendation and glowing accolades than that. So we'll kind of start wrapping up and ways that folks can maybe get involved and volunteer. Oh, and I do want to say that I love your website. It's beautifully laid out. It's very easy to navigate all the different Thank topics you. and all the different things that BASE does, because as you mentioned at the beginning, it's a lot and it's amazing. Yeah. But it's, it's so easy to find the find the information for the different topics between the substance abuse, the mental health, the LGBTQ plus, and then all the events and everything tied to each kind of subject matter. It's it's so easy to navigate, and I think oh, that's I, I really always appreciate really important. that. We that's our goal is that even after uh, you know we're long gone uh, and the base website still stands, that we're going to be able to maintain. Like we wanted to to serve Evansville. It's not. You know, this isn't just about a job. This isn't just about, you know, getting the work done and, and meeting our grant requirements. This is about providing a resource that can still be used long after we're gone. Sustainability is a big part of what we do and the website plays a huge role in that. So I really appreciate hearing that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if folks want to kind of help and help uh, spread this positivity and get involved to make Evansville more inclusive, what are some of the ways that folks can do so? So first off, um, I, I would suggest um, uh, subscribing to our newsletter. Um, that's the easiest way to get like the abundance of everything that we've got going on either the previous month or this upcoming month. That's where we usually put out calls for volunteers. Um, that's where we list our upcoming events and activities. Um, any big thing that we've got going on. 
you know, that's one of the easiest ways to do that. And I can go ahead and, and, um, link that to you as well, Jen. Awesome. Um, yeah. But I would also say, come to our coalition meetings, um, for our, uh, our overall coalition with the uh, base, we, um, meet on, I believe it's the third Friday of each month, 8am at Creekside place. We also have a virtual option. If you're interested, I can go ahead, reach out to me via email. Um, mmelliker.base at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to get you on the list for that. We also have on the third Tuesday of every month, the Pride Action Team is involved. Um, that's where we uh, are, are a lot of our ideas for LGBTQ plus um, initiatives come from. That's the, the groundwork of what we're doing. And we meet at the base office, which is 112 West Church Street uh, on that Thursday, uh, on that Tuesday, third Tuesday of every month um, at 6 p.m. You know, if you want to be involved in our Pride Month planning, there's no better time to get involved uh, than now. You know, we've got everything kind of ready to go, but um, we'd love to see people there. Um, we're actually meeting, uh, let's see, I think we'll have one Pride meeting during June and our coalition meeting during June. Um, if you like what uh, we've been doing, please stop by and say hi. But that's the best way to get uh, involved in volunteer activities. You know, we've got a ton of events that we, we need staff for um, over the course of the year. You know, I'm happy to go to everything I can, um, but it's just me and my boss, um, Aaron, uh, the, the new executive director of BASE. We can only do so much. Um, we always need people to man tables at events throughout the county or set up and help tear down stuff. But I mean, easily the, the newsletter and the coalition and the Pride Action Team meetings, those are the three easiest ways to keep up with what we've got going on. So um, I know it's a lot and, and um, you know, we are happy to, to take whatever you can give us. We're, you know, we'd love to see you at events show up to activities, show up to meetings, even if it's just, uh, you know, reviewing the notes and then sending us a note saying, hey, here's what I think you should do. That means a lot to us. Um, that's super, super helpful. So, um, yeah. Sounds great. Well, we'll be sure to include links in the episode description as Perfect. well as on the library's link tree. So then that way it'll be out there and people can just kind of bounce around and see and visit and sign up and get all that information and get involved. So Perfect. Um, I just want to thank you again, Mark, for for being here today and uh, telling us all about Basin, as oh, I, I said, I, the absolutely. amazing work you guys do. I, I love it. I love talking about base. It's been really wonderful. Um, when I moved here in 2019, um, my realtor, uh, as we didn't know at that time, um, ended up being the chief of police, Patrick Reese. Uh, oh. And so he um, was talking like that was like one of the first things he's like, you know, um, I love Evansville telling us all about base. And then, oh, yeah, I'm getting confirmed as the chief of police tonight, the day that we were closing our home. Uh, and so it was like, oh, okay. So like, you mentioned Evansville, you talk about the thing that you love most about Evansville, which is base. And then you also mentioned this other thing. And it's like, to me, that said a lot about Evansville mm -hmm. is that like, this is a community that really cares about one another, um, that anytime problems come up, we work together to fix it. You know, that's, that's something that I just, I'm amazed by. And I think base is a really great representation of that. And I've been lucky to be a part of it. So you know, I, I, I consider it uh, uh, absolutely lucky of myself that I get to go and speak about base to people. So mm -hmm. thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Loved having you and can't wait to come out to some of the events and support. Yes. And like you said, we will have uh, base events at the library uh, later this month. So we'll awesome. have all that information out there as well. So thank you everyone for listening. And thank, thank you, Mark. you. Yeah. And now it's time for book recommendations. To go along with Pride Month, here are just some of the LGBTQ books that are available at EFPL. Don't forget, you can use your library card to go online and place a hold on one or more of these titles. These books will be displayed upstairs and downstairs and are available for checkout. So for adult fiction, there's The Seep by Chana Porter, out of Character by Anna Beth Albert. At Swim, Two Boys by Jamie O'Neill. We Had No Rules, Stories by Corinne Manning. Adult Nonfiction, Don't Call Us Dead by Denise Smith. Seriously, I'm kidding, by Ellen DeGeneres. The Transgeneration, How Kids and Their Parents Are Creating a Gender Revolution 
by Ann Travers. We've Been Here All Along, Wisconsin's Early Gay History by Richard R. Wagner. Coming Out, Moving Forward, Wisconsin's Recent Gay History by Richard R. Wagner. Young Adult Fiction. Timekeeper by Tara Sim. Heartstopper, Volumes 1 through 4 by Alice Osman. Georgia Peaches and Other Forbidden Fruit by Joy Robin Brown. Young Adult Nonfiction and Biographies. Pride, an Inspirational History of LGBTQ Plus Movement by S. A. Caldwell. LGBTQ Plus, The Survival Guide for Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender Teens by Kelly Hugel Madrone. Trans Plus, Love, Sex, Romance, and Being You by Katherine Gonzalez and Karen Rain. Be Gay, Do Comics, A Queer History, Memoir, and Satire from The Nib by Matt Bors. Children's Books. This selection includes board books, fiction, and nonfiction titles for our younger readers. Love Makes a Family by Sophie Beer. My Two Dads and Me by Michael Justin. Pride 123 by Michael Justin. Prince and Knight by Daniel Hack. Rainbow A First Book of Pride by Michael Jenhart. And now it's time for Discovery Kit of the Month. Be sure to stop in the library to check out this month's featured kit or any of our kits. You can also go online and add them to your holds list. This month's kit is the telescope. A telescope is an optical instrument that uses lenses, curved mirrors, or a combination of both that astronomers use to see faraway objects. But you don't need to be a bona fide astronomer to check out our telescope. Our kit comes with a Celestron First Telescope, First Scope Accessory Kit, the book What We See in the Stars by Kelsey Osed, and Night Sky of North America Pocket Guide, as well as an IMAX Hubble DVD. Take advantage of these warm summer nights and place a hold on this kit. Then turn your eyes to the skies and let us know what you see. And here are some quotes to help get you through the month. To go along with Pride Month, here are some quotes from LGBTQ plus activists uh, from the websites humanrightscareers.com and parade.com. If I wait for someone else to validate my existence, it will mean that I'm shortchanging myself. Zanel Muhuli. If you help elect more gay people, that gives a green light to all who feel disenfranchised, a green light to move forward. Harvey Milk. We need, in every community, a group of angelic troublemakers. Bayard Rustin. The next time someone asks you why LGBT Pride Marches exists or why Gay Pride Month is June, tell them a bisexual woman named Brenda Howard thought it should be. Brenda Howard. Last, but certainly not least, Jokes of the Month. EFPL's favorite jokesters, Lee and Ross, are back again this month. And I can't wait to hear what knee slappers they have for us today. Welcome back, Lee. I think we are all very excited to hear your jokes for this month. So take it away. Joke number one. What was, was the world's first computer? I give up. An apple. Ha, ha, ha. Sir... Do you believe in UFOs? Yes. No, comet. Ha. Very good. Well, thank you for sharing. And do you want to share what you've been reading lately? Oh, yeah. I have been reading more Flat Stanley, thanks to my mom. And, and yeah, 
<laughs> um, my mom bought the older version and the more newer version, and we're reading the Worldwide Venture 2. Yes, we are, where he goes to Egypt. Yeah, and the first one's pretty, pretty cool because um, he gets pumped by a bicycle, but somehow how he gets flattened again. That's right. Well, thank you so much for stopping by and sharing your jokes. Can't wait until next month. P.S. Make sure you read Flat Stanley Flat again. Bye. Adios. All right, and welcome back, Ross. I look forward to your jokes every month. I can't wait to hear what you have for us, so let's get started. Um, so my first joke is, what tastes better, a comet or an asteroid? I give up. An asteroid, because it's meteor. My second joke is, how do ro- astronauts keep their rockets free from dust? I don't know how. They drive through the vacuum of space. Oh, those are pretty good. Yeah, you're pretty proud of those ones? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing today, Ross. And uh, you, did you want to let us know what you've been reading lately? Oh, I've been reading the Killer Species series. Um, I'm still on the first book, but it's been pretty good so far. What's the Killer Species series? It's Well, it's called Killer Species, and I'm reading the first one, and it's basically about this science guy creating these, like, new apex predators to kill all the snakes in the Everglades. Oh, boy. Well, that sounds really interesting and kind of scary. Is it scary? No. No? <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for stopping by, stopping by again this month, and we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye. And that'll do it for us today. To see all the summer reading programs coming up and making a splash at the library this summer, be sure to visit our website, which will be in the episode description. For more information on BASE and their upcoming events, activism, and ways to get involved, visit their website located in the episode description. And if you have the perfect joke to share or you have a budding comedian in your home that would like to share a joke or two, send an email to eagerfree at als.lib.wi.us. This month's jokes are from the book, The Everything Kids Joke Book, Side-Splitting, Rib-Tickling Fun by Michael Dahl and is available for checkout at Eagerfree Public Library. Thanks for checking us out.